Alright, legends. Welcome back, dude, to yet another episode of Get Around Me. What a time it is to be alive. Because this week is a dating advice special. And who better, dude, to answer your dating questions than one of Sydney's most eligible singles of 2021, Billy Darcy. You're welcome. Okay? You're welcome for the wisdom you're about to receive. Uh, Like I said, I am one of Sydney's most eligible singles. And that was actually awarded to me from, you know, this isn't, this isn't a, a local newsletter that went around. It was the Daily Telegraph, okay? So it's quite, it was quite a hotly contested field. Uh, me and some of Sydney's most elite uh, young men did battle, you know, with our personalities, our wits, etc. And I was named as one of the most eligible. So, you know, a lot of weeks, this is a funny podcast. A lot of the times we're here having a laugh, you know, joking around, as it were. But I can assure you, this week is not that episode, okay? We're here to find love, and we're here to find it quickly, all right? And to those of you, you know, this week, it's a send-in episode, and I appreciate everyone who sent some stuff in. We had a lot of range, a lot of range come in. I had everything from, you know, I had a couple of, I dare say this is quite blue, but I had a couple of girls message me saying, why don't you date me, Billy? I said, my God, my Lord, what a time it is. But then, you know... Like I said, we had plenty of range. So the next question wasn't even a question. It was just saying, why would we get dating advice off you, you fucking virgin? And um, there was, you know, several sort of incarnations of, of that anecdote. Um, once again, not a question. It's a, it's a statement slash threat. And I will assure you that, you know, if, I, if, I, if I'm a virgin, how come the Daily Telegraph named me as one of Sydney's most eligible singles? Hey. Checkmate, my friend, okay? The Daily Telegraph has never lied. Not about this and not about anything else. I can assure you, do not go out and buy a copy. Trust me, they don't lie. So, but dude, I tell you what, um, thanks for all the send-ins. If you would like, if you like this sort of stuff, um, on for the Valentine's Day episode, or I think it was called Vicky Valentine, I don't know what number it was. But on that one, I, I read out like all the other guys who are in the Daily Telegraph for this singles competition. And, uh, and it was just me and a sea of 40-year-old blokes who had lost everything. You know, I put in a funny profile like, hey, you know, you're having a couple of laughs. I can't remember what I said. And then it was just like 10 other blokes being like, Janelle took the kids. Does anyone know if she's allowed to do that? I don't know what my rights are. Please, I've, I'm holding on by a thread. I need help. So, <laughs> you know, for some blokes in that singles competition, the stakes were a little higher than others. But, you know, <laughs> the award still stands, dude. I'm one of Sydney's most eligible. So, fuck you, hey? Back off. It's my podcast. It's the last time I'll say it, dude. It is the last time I'll say it. But yeah, we've had some sensational send-ins and uh, we're going to crack in. I thought in the interest of fairness, because, you know, I've got the bucket hat out again today. So we've, I've, got, I've taken uh, all the best questions, put them in the bucket hat, and uh, I'm going to do that. Just going to pick them out one at a time and go through them. But in the interest of fairness, 
I did want to just kick things off with a bit of a failed romance story of mine. Um, just so when I'm teeing off on some of these some of these weirdos in the hat a bit later, um, you guys will still sort of have some empathy towards me, you know. So this was my last attempt, and you know, in lockdown, it is difficult. It is difficult in lockdown. I'm not an app man, okay? I don't I don't do the dating apps. I don't travel well as a JPEG. I never have. Um, I'm really like a four-dimensional guy. You've got to get to know me over a series of six weeks. So, you know, not a whole lot going on on the dating front for me, but I did try to rekindle a flame the other week. So I said, uh, I messaged this girl. This girl, Kate, I kissed on the lips, I think, in May. And um, unfortunately, after that, there was a communication breakdown, but I just thought, you know, let's get back in the mix here. So, so I messaged her. I don't know what time this was, but I said, Kate, I'm lonely in lockdown. What do you think about rekindling our once firing romance? Off to a flyer here, Bill. Kate said, it is very lonely times. I'll have to have a think about it. I said, well, let me know when you know. You have until July 20. Now, that seems like sort of a weird time frame threat, but I actually had to self-isolate for two weeks in July because um, because some bloke at my local Woolies had COVID and I think he served the whole suburb. I think this guy who had COVID literally went in and was just licking all the tomatoes. I mean, he he was a super spreader, this man, there's no doubt. So she said, well, why July 20? And I said, because I have to self-isolate till then. Some guy at Woolies had COVID. Then she goes, oh shit, ha, ha, blah, blah, blah. So then after the two weeks, I think I was blind, I messaged her again. I said, uh, I said, Kate, I've served my 14 days. Thoughts on that lockdown romance you had referred to earlier? Throw the ball in her court, you know? And she said, happy for you. Haha. <laughs> she said, these times are a little tricky. I don't want to go around spreading COVID. I said, fair enough, fair enough. What about a socially distanced walk? Because I have been on a couple of walking dates in the last month. So I thought that was what everyone was doing. She said, I'm sorry, I'm a health professional. Have to be safe around these things. I said, oh, fair enough. And that was that, dude. So, you know, swing and a miss, but you've got to be in it to win it. Okay? There's your first lesson. You've got to be in it to win it. (laughs) Oh, dude. So, yeah, you know, we're all doing it tough in lockdown with the, the restrictions. I think people in Perth are just having group sex and I'm happy for them. Okay? I'm happy for them. But let's get in to the first question out of the hat. So, so first question. Billy, I have an attract, attractive female roommate at uni. What's the go? Should I pursue it? This is a good one. So, attractive female roommate. This is a minefield. And I will say I got a couple of these roommate ones. So... Here is the deal. Obviously, my policy is to only live with lads. So I've not found myself in this situation before. But here's the thing, dude. Firstly, you're at uni. So I feel like, you know, you're young. You know, it's a bit more carefree for sure. The thing is, if you're going to do this, you need to commit. Okay. This isn't a one stop. You're not picking up a Gatorade at a 7 Eleven, dude. You bought shares at the whole fucking company. So. Keep in mind that, you know, if you want to sort of kiss her on the lips, um, she's going to be there at breakfast tomorrow, lunch three weeks from now, dinner a month from now, you know, lectures. She's going to, she's in the walls, mate. Okay. She's going to be there. So 
unless you like sort of have a crush on this girl, I, w- I would say it goes two ways, actually. Either you have a big crush on her and then probably just go for it because fuck it. You know, watch The Notebook, have a margarita and throw hope to the wind. Either that, I would say, unless you're like in love with her, go for it. If you feel absolutely nothing for her and she's like not even really a friend, but she's super attractive, go for it. Because when this thing goes pear-shaped and it fucking will go pear-shaped, don't you worry about that, okay? This is a very sticky situation, my friend. But if you feel absolutely nothing for her, when it goes pear-shaped, then, you know, you can just be like, oh, well, you know, she's, she's being salty. Who cares? No money down. Never liked her anyway. Okay? So, you're either a zero or a ten for this girl. You're in. Anything in between, I would, I would, no. Absolutely not. Okay? Run for the fucking hills. The admin on this alone would be earth shattering. Okay? So... That is my, yeah, either you're a zero or a 10 with how you feel about her, go for it. If you're a seven, it is so not worth your time, it's not funny, okay? Run for the fucking hills unless she's the one or a none. There you go. Little Ryan there at the end, hey? Not mad at that, dude. Not mad at that. Next question. My date and I split nachos and she took all the cheese and the good stuff, and I only got chips. What is the policy here? It's a good question. It's a good question. Firstly, dude, I'll say this. Why are you ordering nachos on a date? Do not... Here's my thing. Do not order anything that's messy on a date, because you're just going to look like an absolute pelican. You got freaking Doritos in your hair and cheese in your cheese all over your converse and you just look like an idiot, okay? Why are you even eating on a first date? I personally don't even eat on first dates. You know? You want to share a meal? What are you, my mum? This is too much too soon. But if you're gonna if you're gonna share a meal, here's my thing. Nothing messy. So no nachos, no wings. I learned that one the hard way. No wings, I reckon. I remember one time uh, dude, I was with uh, my friends from work. But they're all girls. And uh, I remember one time I, we went out for lunch. This is not a date, but this, you know, you know what I mean. It's still embarrassing. And uh, we went to the pub for lunch on a Friday. And it's like me and four girls. And I ordered like the freaking jumbo bucket of, of spicy wings or whatever with like ranch sauce. And just fucking climbed into these things like a velociraptor. And I just got freaking, you know, I got chili sauce all over my face. There's, there's ranch and freaking three tables away i mean it was messy and it's just like you can't fully enjoy the meal because i'm trying to eat them and not look like a fucking some sort of a a wild homeless man but how else do you eat wings for the love of god can anyone answer me that question how else do you eat wings if not like a velociraptor dude (laughs) so i just so i sort of I tried to not look like a weirdo, but I just ended up with like ranch all over my face and all the girls were just like, what are you doing, mate? You look like a grub, you know, go take a shower. So I would avoid messy foods at all costs, okay? But, uh, but you're out there doing it and it's a good question. Next question. What's the secret to getting past the second date? All right, this is a good question. Because I think we could all agree, if you sort of 
if you get to the third date, that's when it's kind of fucking, you know, pointy end of the season type stuff, you know? I would say, how do you get past the second date? Kind of, this kind of feels like a Super Mario boss that you can't beat. I mean, what are you doing on the fucking first date, dude? You know? <laughs> what's, uh, what's going on where, like, what are you revealing on the second date that you're not revealing on the first? Okay, you're getting to the second date. Whatever you're doing to get to that second date, keep doing that. Do not change. All right? It's like, you know, in cricket, you get to 100, you start again. If you start trying to play reverse sweep shots for six, which is what it sounds like you're trying to do a little bit. If the first date goes great and then second date, they're like, whoa, 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 I never want to see you again. What are you fucking revealing? It's like, all right, second date, Kate, I hope you're ready. Um, We're going to go, we're hunting possums. There you go. Yep. There's your rifle in the back. Um, you can fucking gut them and I'll shoot them. All right, let's go. Like, <laughs> is that what you're doing? Like, how do you get past the second date? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Dude, if you have to fucking worry about it, just next, you know? If it's that difficult, if you, if it's that difficult to get this girl to hang out with you a third time, who gives a shit, you know? There's not going to be a fourth, brother. <laughs> Doesn't sound like she's too keen, so I don't know. I wouldn't stress about it, mate. If you can't get past the second date, she's uh she's not the one for you. So So yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a serious one, hey. <laughs> okay. Next question. Coping strategies for my missus being in love with Pat Cummins. This is a difficult one. Um Coping strategies. I mean, if anyone who listens to this pod has coping strategies for for being too keen on Pat Cummins, I would love to hear them because I myself also have the fever. My God, he's like he's a he's a sensationally good looking man, and he'll hit the top of off stump all fucking day. All right, I reckon he'd be as reliable in the sack as he would be at bowling. You know, you just get twenty overs a missionary. He'd do a, a small press conference afterwards, then he'd be in the ice bath planning for tomorrow okay if pat cummins is not one of the more powerful lovers around i will fucking i'll buy a nicer hat than this one that i'm wearing and i'll fucking eat it dude okay pat cummins jesus christ dude honestly if your missus is too keen on pat cummins there is nothing you can do about it nothing all right he's a specimen he's he's above human he's transcended whatever whatever we are okay i would honestly just freaking just wait it out, dude. I mean, Pat Cummins is probably going to be a sort until he's like 73. So that is a little bit worrying. Um, but overall, mate, I just put your head in the sand and just not worry about it because there's nothing you can do, you know? And do you know what, dude? Last year on your anniversary, you guys were having sex and we both know she, she called you Pat. She called you Pat and it fucking rattled you then. It rattles you now to think about it. But honestly, dude, nothing can be done. Blokes around this country are getting called Pat in bed by just ravenous women who've been watching too much test cricket. And there's nothing any of us can do about it, okay? Similar thing happened with Warney back in his heyday, okay? Nothing can be done about it. Just fucking try not to think about it. Next question. 
Smoothest way to ask if a girl is taken. All right. This is one I actually have an answer for, believe it or not. So, smoothest way to ask if a girl's taken. This is what me and Mac would do. And this is, I'm not endorsing this because, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, to each their own or, you know, results speak for themselves, read the terms and conditions, etc. But here's what me and Mac would do. So, <laughs> if we're talking to girls, Mac, Mac started this, I will say, credit to him. But uh, Mac will be like, oh, sorry, uh, Sarah, God your boyfriend wouldn't mind that I'm like talking to you right now, would he? And she'd be like, I don't have a boyfriend. And then Mac is like, you're kidding. Wow. Oh my Lord. I can't believe this. And then it'll usually be like, Bill, no, no boyfriend over here. Can you believe that? And then I'll like throw my schooner, like I'll throw it just across the room and be like, you're shitting me. This is uh, like, so we just go the other, we just go so far into just joking about it that even though we're serious, you know what I mean? We actually want to know if they have a boyfriend. But, like, we just carry on and just be so silly that, like, it's just fucking hilarious. Like, I'll, like, pretend to faint and be like, Kate doesn't have a... My lord! <laughs> so we just carry on. But you just sort of slip it in, you know? You just go, like... You, you, it's like it just fucking occurred to you. Like, it's like... Oh, yeah, so... um, God, what about the bloody... What about those Matildas last week, hey? What a game. Oh, fuck, Sarah... Would your boyfriend mind that I'm like talking to you about the Matildas? Like, my God, it's a bit blue. And she'll be like, I don't have a boyfriend. And then it's just, you know, start the parade, basically. You know, and then and then the following week I come on the podcast and talk about it in a little segment called Strikeout City. So that's what I would recommend, dude. But uh, <laughs> that's what we do. And it's kind of fun. I fucking love it, to be honest, now that I'm thinking about it. I haven't been to the pub in fucking ages, dude. So because. Me and the lads didn't really, we didn't drink in June much. So, yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, that's what we do. And even if it, fa- like, even if she says, oh, like, if they have a boyfriend, she just goes, no, no, he's totally cool. And you just go, oh, okay. And then the conversation just, just keeps going. So, it's pretty good. And it's just fun to do. I love it. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> anyway, next question. How to get out of the friend zone. Dude, these are hard hitters. I tell you what. I swear there's some fun ones in there. How to get out of the friend zone. What would I do? Traditionally, I mean, traditionally, I would usually, like, if I just ran into them at the pub and I was blind, I would just be, I would just tell them I like them. That's what I would do. I would usually just tell them that I like them when I'm drunk. You know, is that not what most people do? I wouldn't traditionally attempt it sober, but yeah, I don't know how to get out of the, just fucking tell her, dude, rip it off like a bandaid. I mean, the clock is running, you know, we're all uh, sort of disintegrating as humans. Uh, you, you know, there's a UFC pay-per-view on Sunday. You're running into some chick you like on Saturday. I mean, for God's sake, dude, just fucking tell her, you know what I mean? Tell her you like her. And then you're off to the races. And and that way, you know, you're good either way because either you're out of the friend zone or then, or if she's like, nah, like, let's just stay friends, then you don't have to fucking think about her anymore, you know? So I would just do that. I would just tell her. I would just rip it off like a Band-Aid, dude. And uh, it's the most time efficient way. And then it's also like kind of like the least embarrassing if she says, if she says, oh, 
um, Billy, I think we should just stay friends. Well, you're already drunk, so you're emotionally numb, so you can fucking eat that bullet. Um, and then, and then also, it's kind of just like uh, it's over. It's already done. You know what I mean? Like if you do some big gesture, if you like meet me at the fucking top of this mountain, and then like, I don't know how else would you do it? Is what I'm trying to think about. How else do you get out of the friend zone? You just fucking tell her. You know what I mean? Because the friend zone is really... I don't know. It's not that bad if you're like... It's good to have mates and stuff. So, I don't know. I would just tell her. I'm trying to think of something... Something else you would do. I don't really... I don't really know how you would. But yeah, I'd usually just fucking tell her after 10 beers and then that's that. So, um... I would say, oh, I would say don't drink too much though. Do not drink too much when you do it. I've had a couple go south. So we're just like, not like south, south, like, but just like I was just too drunk and I'm just like not even making sense really. You know what I mean? So yeah, I would just tell her. I mean, or him or they or them or if you're of some alien lands, you're going to fuck them. You're going to have to tell them at some point, aren't you? So just tell them, dude. That's that. Next question. Can you have a hot chocolate and a chocolate muffin on a first date? Okay. So, the answer is no. The answer is absolutely not. Um, Can you have a hot chocolate under any circumstances is a better question. Um, And my answer would be, unless you're fucking 10 years old, then no, dude. No, you cannot. And the chocolate muffin as well. I mean, what sort of a message are you sending her? First date, you sit down with a chocolate muffin and a hot chocolate. Wouldn't be surprised if you knock over a couple of sugars into that hot chocky as well. That immediately, to me, sends the signal uh, that you are not a long-term partner option because, you know, look look at this guy. He's, he's, he's going to have diabetes in two weeks. I mean, this is crazy. A hot chocolate and a chocolate muffin? This isn't fucking Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, brother, okay? This is cafe. Who gives a fuck? You're here with Kate from, from God knows where, all right? I'll tell you what I do. I have a fucking ice long black, and I look her straight in the eyes, and I say, what is your deepest fear? <laughs> oh, dude. How good would that be? <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> so, I wouldn't say the deepest fear bit, but I just, yeah, just drink a fucking coffee, dude. Drink a fucking coffee at all costs. I But I would just get an ice long black and then I sit back like I'm a wealthy man. You know, I just sit back and I take a big sip and I just let the fucking outrageous amounts of caffeine just fire me up. You know? Drink a goddamn coffee at all costs and not a mocker, not a mocker. Becky Lucas has that hilarious joke. She goes, I went on a date the other day with this guy and he did the bravest thing I've ever seen. He ordered a mocker. (laughs) Dude, and she's right, okay? Do not know. We're in long black. I mean, even like a cappuccino, I mean, a cap with one is even too far, too far gone, okay? Long black city, maybe I'll get a flat white if it's winter, but I'll get a nice long black, dude. That lets her know that, hey, I don't know what your attitude's like, but I'm fucking hard as nails over here, okay? Hard as nails. And I'll tell you what sort of muffin I get. 
I don't fucking get one, dude, okay? We don't get a muffin on the first date. And if you're going to get a muffin, make it blueberry or, or bran or something, something hard, you know? You're getting a fucking triple chock muffin with whipped cream and a, and a full glass of uh, freaking who gives a shit. I mean, you need to shape up, dude, okay? You need to shape up. Next question. My girlfriend still chats to her ex-boyfriend and claims they're just friends. What should I do? This is a good one. Um, so, what should you do? I've never been in this situation, so I'm having a good think about it. I, w- I need to know what the guy's like. I need to know, like, is this guy freaking... Does he have an eyebrow ring and, and, and a chest tattoo? Or is he an accountant? You know what I mean? I feel like the sort of bloke that bloke is, is almost more important than the sort of gal you've got. Um, if her ex-boyfriend, you know, has a neck tattoo and, you know, makes 150k a year that the government doesn't know about, then fuck yeah, dude, I'd be worried. If, you know, if he's an accountant and she broke up with him and, you know, he's just like a simp for her type situation, I don't know, I'm not really, I'm not really mates with with any ex-girlfriends, um, I don't know, I haven't, I mean, I'm, my first thought is it's a fucking red flag. It's a massive red flag. And I would say, I mean, are they hanging out? Are they hanging out is my question. If they're hanging out and the guy has tattoos, that's an issue, okay? Or, if, you know, he looks like a sort of a criminal in any way. That's an issue. If they're not hanging out, if it's just texting and the guy's like kind of a nerd, maybe they are just friends, you know? But I would say fucking sleep with one eye open, dude. Okay? Because I don't trust this guy and you fucking shouldn't either. You know? And that would be my advice. If the guy's a nerd and they're not hanging out, let it go. But yeah, sleep with one eye open. But I got to say, this sounds like the sort of thing that it would just be the beginning of the end of the relationship. For me, anyway. I mean, look at me. I'm already sleeping with one eye open. You know? (laughs) What sort of trust issues do I have? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, dude. If they're not hanging out and he's a nerd, let it go. Next question. How do I get out of the right guy, wrong time zone? The right guy, wrong time zone. Oh, I read that like he's in the wrong time zone. <laughs> I, I was thinking he like she's in Perth and he's in fucking India or something. I was like, mate, well you need a you need to book a book an airplane, mate. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking wrong time zone. You need to be in the same city as her brother. But I think he means like right guy, wrong time, and then the word zone separate, like it's a zone you're in. Right guy, wrong time zone. Is this a thing? I've never heard of this before. Uh, <laughs> right guy, wrong time zone. So you're the right guy, but it's the wrong time. I don't know. This just sounds like a fucking rejection that you've sprinkled some some cinnamon on, mate. It sounds like you got brushed. Oh, I didn't... No, she didn't fuck me off, mate. I'm, I'm the right guy. It's just... Uh, <laughs> It's just the wrong time, isn't it? But yeah, give it a uh, six months, a year, ten. I mean, how? When is the right time? You know what I mean? 
You freaking, you, has she just put you on the bench for the next 20 years in case she's fucking 40 and barren with no goddamn options left? I mean, have some self-respect, brother. It sounds like, it sounds like you got mugged off and you're just sort of holding on to hope, unfortunately. Um, okay, firstly, dude, here's what we do. I would say to her, I'd say, welcome to fucking Billy D standard time. You know, this is the time. All right, so you're either interested now or that's it, Mama Sita. Get the fucking 136 to the airport and fucking get a Jetstar flight to Adelaide because I'm sick of you, babe. All right, get on the front foot, dude. All right, she's literally, <laughs> this is so mean. I don't know why she's done this. Like, she's basically saying it's just a soft, it's just a soft reject, mate. It's a soft rejection. So you can either fucking, you can either go out you know, seven years from now, holding on by a thread, you, you'll be at her fucking wedding trying to trying to work out, well, this doesn't feel like the right time. I mean, God damn. <laughs> as, as she's like, as she's like kissing her husband, you'll be like, is now the right time? It doesn't feel like it. Yeah, dude. Just tell her, I don't know, I like you now and you can either like me now or, or, or not at all. What is this time dependent? Yeah, Kate, you're a you're a great girl. Um, unfortunately, I I will only like you in 2023. So come back then, take a ticket. You know, I'll validate your parking. Like what? Yeah, dude. Just tell her now's the time. And if and if she doesn't like you, that's fine. I feel like with a lot of these things, we're wasting time. Does anyone else feel like this? It's just a lot of time slipping through our hands here. We're in the friend zone. We're at the wrong time. I'm I'm just into efficiency. You know, you you. It. I don't think it takes that much to work out if you like people. To be honest, I don't. I really don't. Like these people who are like on their f- fourth date and they're like, I'm just not sure about him. I would never go on a fourth date with someone I'm not sure about. I'd rather just hang out with people I already fucking like. You know what I mean? This isn't American Idol. There's not seven rounds. You get fucking one audition and that's it. And it goes both ways, you know. I don't I don't want any girl to hang out with me on a third date when on the first date she was thinking, this Billy guy is a fucking weirdo. Why is he wearing a Bunnings bucket hat? Keeps talking about his fucking, like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I wouldn't want her to be on a third date with me. Let's get efficient, people, all right? We're playing, we're playing for love. We're playing for all the fucking, all the marbles, you know? All right. Do you recommend, or is it okay to double text in the talking phase? This is the next question I should have said. Is it okay to double text in the talking phase of a relationship? So, double texting, that's when you like, you send them a message, they don't reply, and then you send another one. Uh, This is a tough one. It does depend. I'm leaning towards yes, but I mean, why is she not, uh, why is he or she, why haven't they responded to your first text? I mean, if there's a reason to double text, like if something genuinely comes up and you, ne- you need to text them about it, you know, like an opportunity or something, like I would say I'm leaning towards yes. I mean, the fact they're not responded to your first text tells me you're probably on the outs anyway. I feel like a lot of these questions are people trying to convince people who don't really like them to go out with them. Whereas I would just say, 
you know, fuck them off. You know what I mean? But, dude, yeah, double texting, who gives a shit? I mean, if you, if you need a double text, you need to double text. And if they don't respond after that, then no triple texting. I think we can all agree that triple texting is the behavior of serial killers. Okay? So I would say double texting, for sure. I mean, why not? If you have to, I would refrain from it. It's obviously like kind of double textings, like fucking putting all your cards on the table and just saying, look, I'm pretty keen. I've risked it all here because this is super embarrassing what I'm doing. Do Like that's what the double text is. It's you just putting down your sword and saying, look, you've beaten me, but this is a last ditch Hail Mary. What do you reckon, babe? So, so yeah, if you need to double text, whatever. I feel like with these things, you get too in your own head about them. I do anyway. You know, I think, oh, if I, if I didn't double text that girl, we'd be, we'd be going out right now or something. Like, as if these tiny details matter when you, when you text them, when you don't. It doesn't matter. I don't think any of it matters. You know what I mean? Like, you never, it, it's not like, uh, yeah, dude, I tell you what, if I didn't, uh, <laughs> I, I, I met the love of my life in 1997 and unfortunately, at the beginning of 1998, I double texted her one day and that was the end of that. And now, you know, I'm dying alone. You know what I mean? I don't think it's ever going to really matter. Like really, who gives a shit? If you need to double text, double text. But obviously I would refrain from doing it. Next question. The f- first date went great, but now she's fucking me around on the second date has pulled out at the last minute twice what should i do okay i will say i hate it hate it when people cancel at the last minute just in general okay because i get excited for stuff i'm an excitable guy and if you say bill you know do you want to do this fun thing on saturday afternoon i look forward to it you know, my hope, my hopes go up. They get high, my high hopes. And uh, so, yeah, if I've got a date in the books with a girl I like and then she cancels last minute, it, it can be quite gutting, can't it? But what's happened with this one? The second date. Okay, so you've already gone on the first date and it's gone well. Okay, so that's a good sign. And now she's pulled out of the second. This is bizarre because you would think the first date's gone well. We know each other kind of like just a bit bit bloody average really to pull out last minute um honestly mate this kind of feels like a double text scenario but i would just ask her out again to be honest is this i don't know i'm coming off as some sort of a freaking freaking weird sort of uh romantic terminator like just just never stop out there nothing should get between you and love but (laughs) no but like uh i would just ask her out again because you know if she pulled out for some good reason, you know, she might have actually had something on, you know, I don't know, if she lives in Sydney, I don't know what the fuck she could be getting up to, I should have clarified which city this guy is in, because if he lives in Perth, then this is a mugging, but it's not too bad, because, you know, she could be at a, she could be at a a goddamn festival or anything, I mean, Perth is, Perth is a magical place where they have a lot of fun, but if this chick lives in Sydney and she's pulled out last minute during, during this lockdown, that's pretty that's pretty a bit how you're going because it's like it's like what else would you have on you know 
you go on for a walk with someone else, like the only activity you can do in Sydney right now is walking. So it's like, unless you've double booked a walk or you got some, I don't know, what are you fucking FaceTiming your fucking nan all afternoon? I mean, what's doing? So I would just ask her out again, you know, if the first date went well, she probably likes you, mate. So I'd ask her out again. Um, you know, if she says yes, we're off to the bloody races, hey? Let's put a fucking quaddy on, lads. Let's let's get keen, you know? Um, and then if she if she says yes and you go on the second date, you beauty. If she says no, obviously it's a no. For me, you beauty as well. Now we're out. Time saver. Then um, if she says yes and then pulls out again, unfortunately, you've been mugged off and she has wasted your time. So that's really, you know, that's that's sort of a 40 nil grand final loss if ever I've seen one. And those are your options. But I just, I'd ask her out again. And then, and maybe, you know, what is, uh, what does train say? That, no, not train, the script. I don't know who I'm trying to think of. There's that, you know, there's hoping for the best, praying for the worst, expecting the worst, hoping for the best, expecting the worst. That's what you need to do here, okay? <laughs> yeah, I'd ask her out again and then see what she does. That's what I would do. And then, you know, two out of three, t- the, the three options, two of them you get mugged, but all three of them, you know, you take destiny into your own hands. So, yeah, just get on the front foot, dude. Get on the fucking front foot. Next question. And this is the last question as well. Getting blind on the first date, do you recommend it? Okay. Getting blind on the first date. I have done it many times before and I probably would recommend it. I probably would. Because, well, firstly, obviously, you know, first dates, you know, you you usually don't know them very well, I would assume. So, you know, you get a couple of fucking margaritas into you. All of a sudden, the shoulders go back. You're asking her about, you know, where her fucking nan grew up, you know. You're on fire. So, I do recommend it. But I will say, you do need to be a little bit careful out there because I've been on a, I've been on one date for sure where I thought the date went great. We were out to like 2 a.m. We kissed on the lips. I'll edit that out. Um you know, we had the best time ever, I thought. And then, and then like many of some of these questions, there, I went to ask her out for a second date and she just like fucked me around and was like, basically there was no second date. I can't remember the specific reason why, but it was a rejection, clean and clear. I don't want to sugarcoat that. Um, but yeah, and I think it's one of those things where like, we just, I think we just kind of went on a night out. It wasn't even really a date looking back. Like it was, but I don't know. Well, I don't know. Like, I think when you get when you get too drunk on a date, you have less of an idea of what's really going on. Uh-huh, if you know what I mean. Like, you might think you're killing it and you're not, which I think maybe happened to me. But now that I'm thinking about it, I think she just didn't like me that much. Which is which is pretty much the answer to most of these. I mean, there's that many fucking girls and guys out there. What is it? Seven billion? Are we up to eight billion yet? They're rooting like goddamn rabbits in India, dude. So we'll get there sooner enough. But but yeah, I don't know. Not everyone's going to be the one. You know, most dates, I've been on, I don't know how many dates, but you know, 
most most people aren't the one. So you just got to take uh, take a fair few rejections out there. But I would say that, yeah, I, I recommend getting drunk on a first date. It's so fun. Why wouldn't you, you know, have a few cocktails? Can be expensive. Um, I think one of the last before lockdown dates I went on, you know, I took a girl to a really nice place and then you got some, you know, French guy telling you about the Pinot Noir. I'm just looking at the fucking price tags thinking, fuck me, you know what I mean? I don't even know. I'm rattled. I couldn't think of a funny quip. I was just that rattled by the price. But so it can be expensive, but I think, yeah, fuck it, dude. It's so fun. And if it doesn't work out, they probably didn't like you anyway. So you may as well have a few goddamn cocktails, you know? So yeah, I actually recommend that. I recommend that highly. But yeah, that is the uh, the dating episode. What a time it is. Um, yeah, thanks for everyone sending in the questions. I will say, um, I got about f- like 4 million other questions. So if people want me to do like another dating style one, just shoot me a message because I-, I am open to that. There's like 4 billion other questions to get through. And, uh, and yeah, so open to that. Shoot me a message. Otherwise, there's a, n- there's a new stand-up clip on my YouTube channel right now as well it's about triathlons um etc just about basically you know uh triathlons are for nerds etc um it's a funny clip it's like four minutes i think it's my longest ever clip four minutes of billy d i mean god damn probably too much some people would argue and many people on tiktok have but uh but yeah this podcast is over i don't know how to end this one all right, well, check out that uh, you, that stand-up clip and uh, tell your friends about the pod, etc. Fuck, this is one of those ones where you just think, I should have ended this two minutes ago. Now you're just sitting in it. You just think, fuck, I'm trying to, I'm just waiting for like the next funny thing to come. I got to say, there's not a lot going on upstairs at the Billy D factory right now. Not a lot going on. Okay, all right, well, cool, 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 cool. Way too long, way too long.